sure by now you've figured out that I'm going for quantity over quality. <laughs> so let's open my inbox and see what we've got here. We've got something from Crosswalk Daily, a daily update from what looks like a Christian news website. And this is, does the Bible have anything to say about pornography? So let's click on that link and see if it does. I would imagine it would be, well, no, pornography wasn't a thing back then, was it? Live pornography, like you get in Amsterdam, I suppose. But no, I'd imagine uh, it would see, it would have fuck all to say. Right, uh, no one who I know really ever used the word pandemic before the year 2020. However, for many years there has been another widespread pandemic developing and reaching more and more people called pornography. Young children are being exposed to graphic images and videos online. Addictions are starting at younger ages and marriages are leading to divorce because of affairs that begin with pornography. What does the Bible say about pornography? Today, we're going to dive into the scriptures on how to approach pornography and how to help ourselves and others with addictions. So, what does the Bible say about pornography? Joel Ryan from Crosswalk shares, According to Online Etymology Dictionary, the word pornography emerges in the 1840s as a combination of the word pornia and graphy. The word pornography therefore implies the description or depiction of sexually explicit content designed to sexually arouse the reader or viewer. The Bible is very clear that sex outside of marriage is not blessed by the Lord. This includes any sexual activity. Jesus himself even tells us that to look with lustful eyes is adultery in the heart from Matthew 5.18. Below are some scripture verses that clarify how porn is destructive and we as believers need to do our best to avoid it at all costs and fight against the temptations. Oh, good stuff. I get to read some scripture. I have never, ever done this in my life. So, John 2.16, not Austin 3.16, but John 2.16, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. Okay, so your dad, God, says don't, but the world's a bad place, and says, look at them titties. So, Peter 2.11 says, Dear friends, I urge you, as foreigners and exiles, to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. So, um, all they foreigners and stuff like that, you don't... Like, does they say anything about, like, your homeboys, you know? Can they look at sinful desires? We don't We don't quite know. We've got Timothy 2.22. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace, along with those who call the Lord out of a pure heart. So again, doesn't particularly sound like you're on xhamster.com there and fapping one out in the toilet. Job. 31.1 says, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a young woman. Again, it's sort of like, back then a young woman probably would have been 9 or 10 or something, you know, which is, so fair enough, don't look lustfully at children. Job, you pedophile. Sam 
1-19-37 says, Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. I'm getting the feeling here that they're kind of just picking out words that kind of say, don't look at shit, don't be lustful. I'm not sure, like I says, how much they're speaking about X videos and, I don't know, she-males banging fucking all she-males and milfs and amateurs and all sorts of naughty shit that everybody seems to be into nowadays. James, 114 to 115. So, a doubler. This crosses two books. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. So, don't do it or you'll die, you bastards. Yes, more verses can be found at the Bible Study Tools website. But, let's try and see if they get a little bit scientific about it. The old crosswalk.com. What does porn do to your brain? In college, I was whacking off... I was whacking off at fuck. I was in a psychology class where the professor showed us a video that talked about the effects of pornography on the brain. The devastating results of porn are sometimes lifelong. The brain actually changes when someone views porn. This can cause people to be unstimulated by regular sexual experiences because they've only viewed fake, edited or outrageous materials. Right, fair enough. I kind of get that. You do hear about... I think there's there's kids are having less sex nowadays because porn's already available. You've got people fucking wee boys choking their missuses and stuff like that. It was actually I was watching something the other day and it was a a defence for murder, uh, and I think it got papped out the British courts a couple of years ago. But it was like, yeah, rough sex was a defence for manslaughter or whatever because guys could say, oh, she wanted it rough and they ended up killing her which is a bit out of order, so get that in the bin, 100%. Uh, John Maltimore from Intellectual Takeout shares a Harvard study on the effects of porn. This is why pornography causes a vicious circle. When someone views pornography, he gets overstimulated by dopamine, so his brain destroys some dopamine receptors. This makes him feel depleted, so he goes back to pornography. But having fewer dopamine receptors, this time it requires more to get the same dopamine thrill. This causes his brain to destroy more receptors and he feels an even greater need for pornography to stimulate him. All about him here as if like women don't watch porn. But I kinda get I kinda get what he's getting at, to be fair. It's an addiction, or it can be an addiction. The saddest part of this all is what used to be sought after and privately purchased at a store magazine. <laughs> Uh, section is now in our faces. Sexual content appears in social media, commercials, ads, movies and books. The Council on Recovery. Uh, what is that? That's a clickable link. So, The Council of Recovery. Uh, they've got a blog here. Uh, let's just go to the front page. Addiction is a dark place, but there is a way out. Start your journey with the Council on Recovery. Right, okay, so there seems to be some sort of addiction service. They share that 87% of men and 37% of women uh, on college campuses struggle with pornography. The peak age of sensitivity to dopamine is 15. <laughs> That's when you were totally ripping the head right off it. Uh, they also reveal sexual pornography uh, and the material related to it is correlated with concentration problems, low motivation, depression, social anxiety, negative self-perceptions and a little bit of erectile dysfunction. And that's why there's companies out there like Newman, you see their adverts all over the telly nowadays saying, can I get a boner? Take this tablet. So why is porn so dangerous to Christian relationships? Not 
uh, other relationships. No, they're not interested in that. I recently heard about a woman who struggled with intimacy and marriage, so she turned to erotic books to get turned on for her husband. This absolutely broke my heart for them. Marriages between one man and one woman. Well, it can't. Couple of guys, couple of women. Nah, not into that. Anything that you're adding into the equation that is not Christ-honouring is damaging. Uh, rather than working through her intimacy issues, this woman is covering over the root of the marital issue by living out a fantasy of something that is not true. The wife is reading pornographic material to escape. The purpose of sex is intimacy with a spouse. This woman is missing out on that gift and her husband is missing out on the opportunity to love her well and her weakness. The two could instead pray <laughs> and seek the Holy Spirit to do work in their sex life. That's that's right, just pray, ask for fucking invisible ghosts to get right involved in your shagging. The enemy, I don't know who the enemy is here, is it just pornography or just people that aren't Christian, I'm not sure. The enemy wants us to turn to the world for help, but God cares about every area of our lives, unless you're not a Christian, that's not actually in here. He designed us as sexual beings, but ultimately he is the one who satisfies our souls and makes us whole. So it doesn't matter if you've got a 30-inch throbber and people are coming like there's no tomorrow, it's the big man up the stairs that is making us whole. Porn is dangerous for anyone. No one benefits long term from pornography. For example, a man who views sensual Instagram accounts uh, might then watch erotic movies, then he might start direct messaging someone who's not his wife to flirt online. Then eventually he might flirt in person with women and might try to mimic his online fantasies with real women in his community. Porn is the top of a slippery slope. That's what you're after, but a little bit of slipperiness. I've seen affairs happen too many times. The problem occurs when someone thinks it will not happen to them. The Bible tells us to be on our guard. Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. As believers, uh, we are called to live above reproach. When a proactive advertisement comes up, look away. Don't look at the titties. When someone inappropriate follows you on social media, block them. Fair enough, I can kind of get behind that. You know, there's a lot of dicks out there. Um, When you are trying to decide whether you should watch a movie, (laughs) Read up on the content beforehand, you know, one like contains violence, sex, boobies, drug use, suicide, ideation, stuff like that. Now you need to look at that before you watch it and then set strong boundaries which can prevent the devil from getting a foothold in that area. Just talking about purity and dating relationship with a friend yesterday, luckily enough. She asked how my husband and I were able to stay pure before marriage. I told her that I heard wise advice from a friend. Set your boundaries where you can break them and not be devastated. This is not intending to break boundaries, but wisdom is knowing that we are human and likely to fail. In the same way with the images we see or the material that we read, we need to set up safeguards and protect ourselves in relationships with others. So, how do Christians overcome their porn addiction? Okay, there's lots of resources for people to overcome porn addictions. However, as a Christian, there is a greater hope than there is no greater hope than the Holy Spirit. Uh, Corinthians ten thirteen says, "No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear, but when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so you can endure 
you can endure it. So that, that, that seems like a quote from Corinthian there. So he says, look, God, he's a top potato here. He's not going to let you get tempted. He's not going to let you. But if you do, then um, he's going to help you go over it. So he seems like a bit of a chocolate tea about this. Kind of, I do not know about you, but in my weakest areas, if I put myself into tempting situations, it's much more difficult to get out. Um, if there are accountability partners, uh, computer protection, pawn blockers and creating boundaries. Okay, for those of you who are parents, uh, John Stone Street, president of the Coulson Centre, shared on his podcast Breakpoint, and a shout out to Breakpoint, if you're a Christian and you're into that, I'd imagine you would enjoy that one. In their new book titled Treading Boldly Through a Pornographic World, authors Daniel Weiss and Joshua Glazer, two guys, note that today's parents are the first in history to bring up children in such a digitally connected, pornography uh, saturated world. It's not that we've ever had a world without sexual brokenness or pornography, but the access to it is unprecedented. Sexually explicit material is fully integrated into mainstream life, as they put it, and it's also become culturally acceptable and is far worse, more violent and more degrading than it was just a few years ago. So there seems to be some sort of spiritual war being waged on the minds of humanity. We must remember the greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. That's from John 4.4. Have open conversations with others. Share your story and background with uh, discernment. Help keep friends accountable for protecting their eyes and their minds. So... See if your pal's going to look at porn, you just slap. You go, no, don't look at porn, you dirty, rotten bastard. We're not defined by our sins, but defined by Christ. And as you know, so there's a guy inside you all the time, whether you've dealt with a pornography struggle or know someone who have, take a little bit of hope. This might be a lifelong battle, but we have victory in Jesus. That was written by Emma Danzi. Her mission in life uh, stems from Ephesians 3.20-21, to inspiring young women to embrace the extraordinary. One of her greatest joys is to journey with the Lord and his scriptures. She's wife to Drew, and they've been married for over a year. Drew and Emma serve with the Upstate CRU College Ministry in South Carolina. This is boring me to fucking tears. She's an avid writer for the Salem Web Network, provides articles on the Bible, life questions, and the Christian lifestyle. Her article on interracial marriage oh wait a fucking minute that's a clickable link was number one viewed what does the bible say about interracial marriage right, wait a minute I just need to I think, what does it say oh fuck right I actually turned it off for a second because I'm, I'm just so curious what the bible says about it are there examples of interracial marriage in the bible I would ask anyone I believe in interracial marriage is wrong to look up scriptures. Okay, so they're supporting it. They're saying look up scriptures and you'll be fine. They're not fucking that scumbaggy. But that was crosswalk.com. Uh, I'm sure uh, me talking about it will have made you want to sign up. Uh, bye.